your name? What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. And so today we are going to talk about an exciting trip that Ian just went on. For those of you who don't know, Ian was just in the U.S. for a couple of months and he was lucky enough to do the family trip to Hawaii. For those that don't know, Hawaii is this magical place off the coast of California in the U.S. that everyone wants to go to, few people get to go to, but Ian was able to go when he was home. And just to point out, Ian is from Missouri. He lives nowhere near Hawaii, but that's where they went on family vacation. It's paradise. So we have to talk about it today. So listeners, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. Okay, Ian, Hawaii, congrats. It's very exciting. <laughs> I know, I know. I was really pumped because uh, not only have I had I never been to Hawaii ever before in my life, but I know that everyone's just clamoring to get to do anything right now after this long uh, year of COVID that we've had. Kind of getting to go anywhere is is nice. So being locked up in quarantine for more than a year in, in Chile, I was really excited to not only just to get to Missouri to visit my family, but mm-hmm. um, also to be lucky enough to tag along with the rest of my family who planned this trip a while in advance to go to Hawaii and specifically one of the eight main islands on Hawaii, which is called Maui. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we made it all the way out there. Like you mentioned, it's very far from where my family lives in the U.S. It's about an eight or nine hour flight, I think, from Missouri to Hawaii. So the islands are not very close to the mainland. So it's a it's a good trip out there. But yeah, once you get there, it's it's amazing. The the weather's tropical and beautiful. These, you know, white and black sand beaches everywhere, volcanoes. It's absolutely amazing. So again, I just feel so lucky to have gotten to go there. And especially during during all this COVID nonsense that we're hopefully going to get over soon. Absolutely. No, I remember when you told me you're going to Hawaii. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> For those who aren't from the U.S., Hawaii is kind of the honeymoon spot. Like you usually only go once in your life and it's on your honeymoon. So I was like, did he get married? Like, did I miss something? <laughs> and he's like, it was just like, no, yeah, it's just family me? vacation. Yeah. But no, I think that's amazing. And I think we're all kind of itching to travel. So I'm glad that, that you and your family were able to make it work. So I heard during your trip, you know, you're on the main island and there's this iconic activity to do. It's a scenic drive. Tell us about what that drive is. What do you see along it? What is it? Totally. So on the island of Maui, one of the biggest tourist activities is to do this trip that's called the Road to Hana, or the Hana Highway, but more popularly known as Road to Hana. And so basically what the Road to Hana is, is it's a sort of a road trip that you take along what's called the Hana Highway, which is on the island. And so essentially this is a, it's like a 65 mile, which is 104 kilometers, more or less, of driving along this very scenic route 
on the island where you have, um, it's called a highway, but it's very, very small. I mean, it's barely a, a road. In some places, it's just gravel. So it goes all around the island or most of the island. But it's called Road to Hana because there's a town called Hana on the other side of the island. And so basically the idea is you're taking the road to there and then circling around. People go either clockwise, you can go counterclockwise. So we went counterclockwise to, which is actually the reverse way to beat some of the traffic because as you can imagine, it's a one lane road all around, all along the island. It's going to get some traffic. But what's cool about the, the Road to Hana is you drive basically all day long taking different pit stops at different places along the island. So for example, there are um, a bunch of beaches that you can stop at for a little while. There's a national park that has um, all these different pools that unfortunately we couldn't swim in due to weather conditions, but you have all these different attractions like different um, waterfalls, different forests, different little national parks. And the idea is to go to all these different places if you have time or go to the ones you want to see uh, and check them out. And the idea is to do them all in a day. I think you have to be careful with your strategy depending on your group. I say this because I think if you had a small group, maybe if it was just you and another person or maybe a group of five, it could be really easy to you know, stop along at each place that you want to and access where you want to go and just a little bit more convenient in our case, we had a big group. Since it was my family, we had 11 of us. And so we had two cars, you know, you're trying to coordinate where you're going to stop. There's an application on the phone that you can have to where there's a voice that kind of leads you around the island telling you what you're driving by, what to look for, sort of the history. And so, um, you know, we were trying to coordinate together what we wanted to see. We had a couple of little kids in our group which made it difficult. Um, and of course, you know, trying to park in a, on a crowded road on uh, these tiny, tiny little roads is, is very hard. So tempers were flaring a little bit by the end of the day. Some of us were yelling at each other. We were hungry, tired, ready to get home. Even some people in my group ended up calling it the road to hell, so the road to Hana. So we, uh, when we get together, we get a little crazy. Understandable because some statistics here are, you know, the trip, you pass over 60 bridges and, you know, the majority of them are just a one tiny little lane. And then on the island itself on this road, there's over 620 curves. So by the end of this, we were all feeling kind of dizzy. You just oh, feel wow. like it's never, ever going to end. So if I had to give some advice to to those who could if you have a bigger group don't do it just kidding. either don't do it yeah either my dad says don't do it either don't do it or i'd say try to break it up into two days so you could do like you could take your time on one day go halfway to hana and then the second day you could do you could wake up and do the rest of it on your way back Hey, Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one -on -one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course, Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. 
Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. Also, the history of the place is very interesting because the highway actually was started back in the 16th century. So Maui had a king at the time named Pi'ilani, and he was a really cool guy. He, uh, he had half of his body completely tattooed. So one half of his body was totally black tattooed and the other half without tattoos. And he was this fierce, um, this fierce island warrior king. And he decided to start building this uh, road to Hana or this Maui highway essentially to have a way to have transportation all around the island. It's a pretty big island. So this was a way for people to get around. And it was amazing because um, when it was completed, the road was only like four to six feet wide. So we're talking barely enough room to get by. And it was constructed with completely out of igneous rocks. So lava rocks from all the volcanoes from, from the island. So I'm sure when it was first built, it was very rudimentary, really um, barely put together. But just the image of that back in the 16th century, so long ago, it's amazing to think about. I have to ask, like, what is Hana? Like, it's like the road to this destination what like what do you get when you get there like do you see waterfalls is it a beach do you get gold (laughs) yeah so i think the reason uh so so the thing with hana is it's just sort of a town it's one of the towns that exists on on maui so i think actually the only reason it's called road to hana is hana sort of serves as the middle point of the of the circuit or of the the trip and so I think it's just kind of a, a thing of saying, like, we're halfway there. I don't know why it was chosen out of other other little towns, but the idea is, you know, you're taking this road to the town, and then you're going to leave it and, and take the road back to wherever you came from. So I guess that's the only reason, but there's honestly, it was nothing really special about Hana itself, just a little town with a few places. It's actually the places in between on your way to Hana that are more special, you know, these big waterfalls or black sand beaches or these swimming pools just kind of depends on on what it is and what the weather's like at the time. Okay. So it's the common phrase where it's not the destination but the journey when you're on the road to Hana. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> that that classic phrase right there. It's not the destination, it's the journey, man. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You're you're supposed to enjoy everything on the way and you know, you get to Hana, maybe stop for an ice cream or or a coconut and keep on moving. Cool. Well, I mean, it sounds like like you said very tropical things, waterfalls, beaches. Did you see anything surprising, any any wildlife or anything that you wouldn't see, I guess, anywhere else? I think for me, I just was so surprised at how lush and how dense all the, the rainforest is there. I mean, before I came to Hawaii, I obviously knew it was very tropical and in a lot of forests and things like this, but I was just blown away with, you know, how much dense forest there is. It would be so easy to get lost anywhere on the island. I can't imagine even trying to be within the forest and trying to get like a half kilometer or even getting finding a place a kilometer away because you're just so in there with the trees and the and the birds and the vines and the grass and everything. So I think for me, I just was really, I was blown away by how dense it is. And you know, thinking back on the history I was talking about earlier, I can't even imagine what it was like constructing this this highway, you know, back in the 16th century first. 
you know, they were just cutting with their hands and laying down lava rocks over the whole island. I mean, it was an amazing feat of infrastructure, obviously, at that time. And even now, you know, in the year 2021, I was so impressed by, you know, we're going on these tiny little curves all around the, uh, through the rainforests and the, and the island. And I, I thought, how do you even get bulldozers up here? How do you even get things up here to make these roads? I can't even imagine it. So I think the logistics and just the sheer greenness of everything was surprising to me. So Hawaii, it seems like you had a great time. Do you have some favorites or some maybe lows during this trip? I mean, it's a great place, like I mentioned. Make sure that you save your money before because it's very expensive. Even when COVID's not going on, it's very expensive because, you know, being an island out in the middle of the ocean, you have to import everything. So there's a premium cost on on everything. Um, So make sure you save up your money when you go. But I mean, it's beautiful. Um, Enjoy the beaches. Enjoy the sun. I had a fantastic tan. I had the best tan of my life leaving. I think it's already gone, unfortunately. Uh, But take advantage of the sun and and also the seafood. I think I had some of the best seafood I've ever had in my life. And I think that'll be enough to, to get me to come back and visit someday. So I tell everyone, check it out. Check out Hawaii if you get the chance. But if you're going to do the road to Hana, make sure you do the logistical planning before and be aware of your group and make sure you have enough food, maybe enough beer on hand as well. Uh, So everybody stays happy and you get to the end of the trip without killing each other. That's always a a good goal, (laughs) at least for us. Fair. Well, it's funny, too, because like when you said it, I was like 64 miles which I think you said is something around 100 kilometers, it doesn't, it's not long like that. And a, and a normal highway takes an hour. So when you're like, it took a whole day and it's this whole journey, I was shocked. But then when you said how many curves there were and that this road is built, you know, centuries ago, I was like, okay, this is like, you're going pretty slow on these 64 miles. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty insane, actually, because we did the math on it and we did about... Um, you know, 65 miles in, I think, 10 hours or something like that. So you can imagine how slow you go, you know, stopping at this place, getting out of the car, having to walk to it, come back, drive, you know, do a 100 more curves on the highway. You know, it's a one lane. So of course, it's going to take a long time to get anywhere. So it was a it was a long day and a long trip. So that's what I mean when I say just just kind of know what you're getting yourself into beforehand. Fair, fair. What I gather is like, maybe I'll just have my beers and stay at the beach. Like, you enjoy your car ride. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Well, I'm glad that you were able to do that with your family. Uh, It's definitely something I bet you'll you'll always remember. And for listeners out there, obviously, as Ian said, check it out. Put Hawaii on your list. It's definitely a place that uh, is worth going to. I hopefully will go one day, but probably not anytime soon. So listeners, as always, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. CWG officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile. And that's thanks to you. But we are always working to grow our audience, so make sure to rate, review, and share us.